0: It's a the state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a garden state of mind. Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind. Uh, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast. Mm-hmm. Probably a little less melancholy today because it's Thanksgiving. Jeff, happy Thanksgiving. How are you?
1: Happy Thanksgiving, Johnny Cakes.
0: I'm doing Just great. To... Oh, good. Didn't mean to step on your uh, your introduction there. My apologies. I uh, just want to remind everyone, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor and SoundCloud. And Anchor is an app that you have to download if you want to listen to us. Um, but Jeff, how are you today on this Thanksgiving day?
1: I'm as I'm thankful as always, Johnny. You know, everything's... Go- Actually, we're having our first Thanksgiving today. We're hosting. Which is, oh, uh, that's exciting! Which is kind of rare. The mother-in-law is is in Florida, and is,
0: uh, is Melinda elbow deep in a turkey's ass right now, <laughs> stuffing it with uh, all the goodies.
1: Well, we're gonna fry the turkey, um, so like her brother will take care of that, and nice. uh, you know we're just doing like all the sides and stuff. But it's, you know, it's one of those things where when you have your first holiday and you're not kind of used to it, you're just like looking around your house, like oh my god. Can we do this? So we know what we're doing. I'm, you know, we're used to all our food, but I don't know if we're ready for the world to eat our stuff.
0: Oh, you're gonna find out today. Yeah. What, what are you most? What are you most thankful for? Oh boy.
1: You know, I, I don't, I don't want to get too melancholy, but wasn't <laughs> I? I was in the hospital last night. I'm pretty thankful for my health. Um, Melinda's cousin oh, that, had a. I didn't know big, this. Yeah. No. I, I was not in the hospital. I was visiting Melinda's cousin. Um, okay. Had a really scary thing probably a stroke and again oh my god you know again everyone uh 54 so you know we're on the doorstep if you know is my first thought my other thought is i'm going to be in a hotel room by myself you know having a stroke and not being able to contact anyone or you know call the front desk all those idiots, I mean, you know, just, I'm going to drop that in a hotel room. I know it for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're going to die in Vancouver or something.
1: Yeah, I absolutely will. And, and, <laughs> you know, so, I, you know, I'm still hanging in there somehow health-wise. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's so trite to say, oh, we're thankful for health and family. But, you know, what the fuck? It's really the most important thing.
0: Well, thanks for bringing the podcast down. I <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> Hold on. What I'm a—, bringing- what a- I could what bring it back up with a boring start. Yeah, sorry. I got a question for you. you have an oh, hold iPhone. on. I, I didn't get to say what I'm thankful for yet. Nobody cares. Oh, no, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you ask your question. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so, one of the doctors last night had an iPhone. Do you have an iPhone or Android?
0: I do have an iPhone.
1: Okay. All right. The slippiest fu- fucking, fucking thing on the earth. Like maybe an eel is slippier than an iPhone. Right. Um, Yes. This is a doctor, University of Penn. She doesn't have a phone case. I I couldn't, I I couldn't wrap my mind around this. I'm like whispering, like, she's a doctor. She's stupid. Why doesn't she have a case? It's an iPhone. She's slipping it in and out of like her, you know, those the the pants they wear, like that are not secure and all this stuff. I'm like, why? How could she not have a case?
0: The phone's gonna break. before I completely rip this this moron to shreds, can you tell me, are, are there, is there carpets and rugs all over this hospital? No. Okay. Then she's a fucking moron. I don't know how she made it through med school and didn't figure out that you need to put a case around your iPhone when you're working on, you know, hard floors all, all day, and all night. How, how has she not broken her phone? That's got to be her 20th phone.
1: I'm, am- I'm amending my will, you know, for the, so... The do not resuscitate thing, or if if my doctors do not have a phone case, I, d- I need a new doctor. I want a second opinion.
0: Right, that would be that's like a Larry David observation. Like <laughs> you you would notice that that she does she's not smart enough to put a phone case on her iPhone. Like why would you why? I don't know. I know Johnny, that it's easier to slip into a pocket when it doesn't have a case on it. I I do get that part of it, but that's just dumb.
1: I'm obsessed with cases and, and charging and everything. Like I've never not charged or never not have a case every second. It's off. If I'm doing something I'm like, Oh my God, I got to get my phone case back on. Like, I don't know that. So that, I very that
0: rarely take the phone case off. Yeah. I mean, there's like no occasion to do that. And I'm the same way with, with you uh, or as you with charging, you know, what pisses me off. Like there've been people who told me, Oh, well, you know, you're not you're you're supposed to let your battery run all the way down oh, and fuck, then yeah. charge it and then charge it up and that extends the life of it. Well, guess what? And then I guess I'm going to need a new battery at some point because I just charge that thing up when it's down to like 80%. Right. <laughs> I'm plugging it in. I, John, I don't ever want my phone to die.
1: If I'm at 85, it's I'm a, it's a critical period.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. It's like life support <laughs> for your phone.
1: I'm driving all day in a car sometimes and I'm, you know, charging the whole way and and then I get in my hotel room 10 minutes later and I'm like, oh, God, I got to charge it. You know, I, I'm in the room the rest of the night. I'm, at, you know, 100 percent. I'm like, God damn it. All right. I can't stop. Not charge it. I'm, I just can't yeah, stop.
0: It's, it's disappointing when you see it drop down to like 98. Like, you right. know, when it's at 100 like... <laughs> and then all of a sudden it drops down to 98. You're like, oh, shit, it's already starting.
1: You have to see me on a plane skitzing out when I get, you know, I'll, I'll get to the 30s and 20s and, you know, depending on how long the flight is.
0: Yeah, that's got to be killing you the whole time oh, up in the air. It's not easy, Johnny. It's not easy being oh. me. What do you no, thankful for, Johnny Cakes? Uh, you know, aside from all the usual stuff, uh, certainly family and, and health, uh, certainly you and, and, and our podcast, <laughs> um, you know, I'm thankful for our for our listeners because they send us feedback, oh. and, and I actually have some that, oh, that I can read to you. Okay. I think there's some questions in there, some observations and, and questions. Beautiful. All right. I'm excited. Uh, this first one, this first one comes to us from uh, listener Mike C. <laughs> okay. He, he starts off. Jeff and John love the show! Exclamation. <laughs> I have over four thousand old Philadelphia Daily Newses stacked in my basement. What is the best way to display all of my newspapers ah! in my home? uh and that comes to us from mike c in york pennsylvania exciting town by the way york uh i don't know that's a great question is this an amish guy how the how the fuck does he have email i don't know um well i mean even the even the most remote locations today uh have internet service jeff in case you're aware of that um i'm sure there's a tower nearby so there's his house (laughs) So uh, he's got 4,000 Philadelphia Daily News <laughs> newspapers stacked in his basement. He wants to display them all over his house. I can sympathize
1: 70. with this. Um, that's, it's that's a it's, tough one. It's tough because you don't want to come off as a serial killer and you're <laughs> blacking out the house with newspapers. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like picking your favorite child. Uh, at some point you just have to. You know, when the Eagles, uh, you know, back in the day beat the Cowboys, the pickle juice game, you know, hey, you save that cover. Um, but when they, you know, have another uninspiring win or you know, when they who'd they beat this year? When they beat the Colts, you could throw that
0: cover away. You have to pick yes. and shoot. you have to pick and choose, Johnny. And then Yeah, special- I would say there's definitely there there can't be four thousand different occasions that are, <laughs> that are important enough in Philadelphia's history. There's just not. I mean, he's saving like you know two to one wins. Phillies over the Mets. Um, I don't he, quite get four thousand. Why he, that many? Yeah, he might be.
1: You know, you and I just remember the Von Hayes two home runs in the first inning Mets game, but he remembers every
0: Mets game, every Mets yeah, victory. Yeah, it sounds that way. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of good headlines. That's four thousand great headlines, though, right? Yeah. You always have some really creative headlines on those Philadelphia news. You know, Daily news. Uh,
1: Melinda. Works with uh, the wife of the of the current headline guy. So oh really? I'll, yeah, I'll still get occasional Daily Newses, but this guy came up with like the inch that stole stole Christmas and uh, what's oh. some other? Yeah, he, this is the Daily News headline guy. I'm like, man, this guy's are, are,
0: this is a are hero? We able of to mine. get some suggestions in there? I don't. Maybe. You know, but, I mean, could she text his wife? I and... think we
1: could. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, you know, th- but these they, they've they had they've had some beauties. I mean, a daily news was my life like for, you know, I used to drive to the convenience store every morning at a certain point. I actually got at home delivered. They, they delivered to South Jersey. Um, yeah. But oh, my God, I love the daily news. It's weird. It's weird going from loving it every day and having I probably had 5000 daily Newses in my basement um, to having it. Being so obsessed with it, to now, I barely get a newspaper. Maybe if I'm in an airport, it's not even a thing anymore. And a daily news still does their thing. Like I said, good headlines and all that stuff, but sad. You know,
0: I, I don't, I, I, don't think we answered Mike C's question, um, because there is no answer to to what you could do with 4,000 newspapers. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think. Uh, let, let's move on to the next question. Okay. Um, oh, wow, this this one's got a little bit of... There's a little meat and potatoes in this one. Hang on a second. Right. Oh, wow, it's, my, it's Mike C. again. Huh. He, he's had a busy, busy week. <laughs> uh, Jeff and John, your show disappoints me. <laughs> I, I was listening to your podcast with my grandpa, who played 10 seasons in the NFL in the 50s and 60s. I have never seen my grandpa so upset when John said that winning a championship in the NFL before the Super Bowl era started was meaningless and no better than winning a preseason football game. My grandpa made just $500 a game playing on both the offensive and defensive lines against Dick Butkus, Johnny Unitas, and Jim Brown. Blah, 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 blah. We were turned on by your podcast, thanks to my aunt who likes Dancing with the Stars. My grandpa's 86 years old and now feels like his life is meaningless and your picks suck too. Ah, (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah oh guess what i was wrong that wasn't mike c it came from sebastian in hazleton pa so listen um a, a couple things here number one so he played offensive defense a lot i mean did he bring in the water and wow. set up the equipment for the rest of the team uh, as well? well i mean i'm not trying to rip on this guy's grandpa but he's like concrete,
1: concrete charlie man he played both ways
0: Oh well, don't 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 jump into that. We don't know that much about his life. We we know. <laughs> hello. Um, hello. So uh, also, did your grandpa not hear my retraction? I, I I went back on that statement, didn't I? You know, grandpa. I didn't, I didn't say that it was, it was meaningless. I said they were important.
1: I know. We had to, we all held your feet to the fire. Me and the Greatest Generation couldn't let that abide.
0: You, Sebastian, and his grandpa all you know held me accountable and you know i i made my retraction i still said that i wouldn't i wouldn't be bragging about those those wins you know to a a fan of another team i stand by that
1: all right we can't get back into that sorry sebastian we had to let that conversation end
0: yes sebastian sorry to disappoint you um, and you know, appreciate your feedback on our picks. <laughs> you know, I'll have you know, I had like two weeks in a row where I was like eight and one or something like that. Oh, well, you, know. you came, you
1: came back to earth last week, Johnny Cakes.
0: Yeah. Why don't you run through? Why don't you run through before we get into some Eagles talk? Why don't you run through just just the results of our picks?
1: Okay, uh, you went one and four. Um, couple Ooh. tough, couple tough losses. I mean, this is the part. This is the part I hate. Where you know, we I don't want to boil down the records. Your, your Texans, that should have been a W. Um, nah, that's the only one. <laughs> your Eagles, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh were, were pretty bad. And you, so your Kansas City was your one win. Um, I went one, two, three, four. I gave myself a record of four and three. So your overall is 17, 14, and one. You're still above 500. I'm 20, yeah. 17, and one.
0: I, how do you say these picks suck? We're keeping people above water.
1: That's true. Uh, listen, I've, there's going to be the
0: Sebastian.
1: peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. Overall, yeah. you, if you just listen to us, I wish I listened to us. To be honest with you, because as I get you can. The, as I get into the middle of a game day, uh, sometimes I lose my mind with you know the, the nonstop betting I do.
0: Yeah, you get caught up in that that frothy you know heat of. Of you, you're just making picks. You're going nuts. Two I you're ever? mid mid game. Yeah, That's mon- it's insane.
1: The Monday night game. I bet an over 100 and a half. It's unheard of. I I was betting every over to happen that game.
0: Yeah, I told you not to worry about that one. Also, I was talking to you <laughs> off the ledge as you were like, I can't believe I I I bet over a <laughs> hundred. I, I had gave, five minutes I to you
1: that. be upset about that bet.
0: Yeah, I gave you the the Aaron Rodgers R E L A X. There was no way that that there were going to be like multiple minutes passing without us without scoring in that game. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Thank God for the um, defensive scoring. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, I mean, both sides of the ball they were scoring. You just there, there was no, <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't like three minutes passing in that game without a touchdown, uh, uh or even a field goal of some type. So.
1: And me and meanwhile. The fucking Rams or uh, the fucking Saints are running it up and can't get me that fucking over. God damn, that over pissed me. I lost so much on that over. I had the Saints for the game. I had the Saints in the first half, and I still lost money on that game because of the fucking over. Because the Eagles couldn't. I mean, every other team in the world. God, fuck, the fucking Bills luck into a touchdown here and there. The Eagles couldn't get the 14.
0: <laughs> no. God, no, they were damn pathetic. It. Let's talk about that for a second. So I obviously heading into the game, I had way more confidence in the Eagles ability to compete with that team than I should have. Um, that was pathetic. It was the worst Eagles game I've watched. It was honestly the only Eagles game where I walked away. I mean, it was I still had it on TV, <laughs> but I was like unloading the dishwasher. you know i'm I'm doing other things. i'm I'm walking around the house. I'm uh, you know picking things up. Wow. I, I just did I had zero interest in watching them just get splattered. And yeah, like I like watching the Saints uh, light it up, but not against the Eagles. so I just I couldn't do it. It was making me sick. And the Eagles were so pathetic. It was terrible. I, uh,
1: yeah, it was. I you know it's funny. I had the opportunity. i went I was in went to court Monday morning, so I was able to listen to Angela Cataldi, and he was uh, not as crazy as I thought he would be. But he did talk to like a doctor, and he said he asked the doctor. He's like, I believe that you know, when when someone gets hurt, it 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 like it spreads throughout the team, and everyone else feels like they can start getting hurt. Like this is like an actual thing he said.
0: Do- he, the doctor said this.
1: No, he said it to the doctor. Do you think that if someone oh. gets hurt, everyone, everyone else kind of lets up and feels like they're getting hurt too? And like, yeah, the doctor's like, this could be a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what? They're just kidding me. uh, No, no, they're just getting hurt. I was like, oh, my God. Um,
0: Okay, so mind over matter was taken over uh, with the (laughs) Eagles.
1: Yeah. Now the injuries are just are all psychosomatic. No, they're real. But it's, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I was
0: real. You know, I got a lot of dead dead air there for a second. What the hell happened?
1: I don't know. But it. You know, the other thing, too, is my car is, like, a 2013, I think. So it's, like, got the new satellite antenna. It doesn't have the old-timey, you know, metal antenna. Yeah. Um, so at one point, I was like, oh, let me listen to 97.5. Let me see what they're saying. I put it on. It was, like, half static. It wasn't, <laughs> even, it wasn't even fucking clear. I mean, people are listening. Even 610 or katati or was – there was some static in, at certain points. I could have fucking listened to that.
0: Just to I don't know. I don't have those issues, but I live a lot closer to the city than you do. So I I don't know. That's bizarre. I know I don't get a damn phone signal when I come out to your house. Oh really? I'm not surprised yeah. you can't pick up
1: uh,
0: regular <laughs> FM station.
1: Well, I mean, I you know, it's fine. I'm no worse for wear. Um, but you know, I, I then there's the um, this this take on it. Get the it's the worst loss by a Super Bowl winner you know, like, who who fucking cares? What what, does that matter? What the fuck does that matter? Like, this loss is completely understandable, and this is why I'm giving myself an extra W last week, because I all but said the Saints were going to win by 10, you know, or more. I thought it was going to be, you know, 52 to 35, or whatever I said. So I'm giving myself a a Saints cover there, but we knew the Saints were going to destroy them, and or you didn't, or maybe you hoped. What I was, what kind of, begged me off of it was like the Eagles were a little bit favored getting the seven and a half, but, um, this was not surprising. The entries we, we didn't like our secondary when it was the starting secondary. Now it's just practice squad guys. What do you expect is going to happen to this team?
0: I don't know. I guess I, it, I think the reason I wasn't expecting a blowout, um, and, and certainly I was probably betting with my heart and not with my head. I guess I, just haven't come to grips with the fact that the Eagles' offense is as awful as it is. I know that the defense is not great. Um, their front four is great. Uh, their secondary is really, really, really bad. I I didn't think that they were going to be shut down offensively the way they were, but I guess some of it is. I like I don't believe in the run game, but yeah. I also don't think they're. It's the worst run game in history. I think the players are fine. I don't like what Doug's doing with them. I don't like the play calling. Carson Wentz, that's a different story. He doesn't doesn't look right, and I'm not sure what the issue is. I'm not, you know, not a quarterback expert. He just I know he's under pressure a lot, and I think that's part of it. Uh, and he doesn't have really fast receivers. I mean, who's the fastest one? Is it Aguilar, I guess? And for some reason, that guy's come back down to earth. He's like a non-event. he, he He's basically a non-participant almost in every game, Aguilar, after having like 13 catches in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, he's had an up-and-down season for sure. He didn't have any catches Sunday. I I agree with you on a couple things. Well, I think the one thing that the key last year was the defensive line and the fact that they had so much depth there that they can continue to rotate guys in and out, in and out. And that was a key where your secondary doesn't have to be great. Listen, your secondary is going to give up plays just because this is 2018, in the NFL, um, pass interference, head hits, the whole all that bullshit. Um, I think that was a big key, and 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 like the Rams proved it Monday, where you really don't you need your defensive line to have a few big plays. Let's face it, the Eagles won the Super Bowl or solidified it, cemented the win with you know the strip sack fumble, you know. Uh, Darnold the other night, D- Darnold. No, what the fuck? How old am I? I, I can't who, get uh, Mahomes. No, who was the, def- the Rams? Is it Arnold? Oh, Sam... Goff,
0: Goff, Goff, No, no.
1: the Rams defensive lineman. Is it Arnold? Damn, Sam Darnold.
0: Oh, oh my god, I, I can't uh, get. It's Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I, I, I fuck.
1: Aaron Donald, Sam Darnold. Freak. I, can't, I just can't do it. I'm just gonna say right. Rams, Rams D lineman. He, he basically, you know, he, he was on a. Uh, a unit that gave of fifty one points, but he saved the game, like his plays. Uh, you know, the, yeah. All you need is a few. I
0: mean that game, first of all, it was like if there was one opportunity where your team was unable to score, that 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 decided the game, right? So right. if the and those defensive scores, like when both teams are it's like a ping pong, bing, bang, bing, 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 they're scoring mm-hmm. left and right, all you need is one disruption to that and all of a sudden that other team's gonna jump ahead. That game was ridiculous, by the way. I'm and I'm done talking about the Eagles. But uh, just I just want to. Be honest I, with you, I do want to.
1: Yeah, I want to say one thing. I think I was the same way, where I still thought this offense could do what it did last year, but it just can't. And I'm in full tank mode. Uh, I don't see how they beat the Giants this week. I don't see how that even is a thing. Um, I I want them to lose out. I want a top five to ten pick. I want a left tackle. You know, basically. I want to, you know, we we had a last paced schedule last year. Not that that, you know, uh, minimizes the Super Bowl victory because they were great in the playoffs and down the stretch and they killed everybody. You look at the Bears this year with a nice last paced schedule, you know, that you need this kind of luck. We're going to be two years removed from a Super Bowl with a top 10 pick, you know, get everyone healthy, you know, pick up a few pieces here and there. I like that. I I want to I'm in tack mode, Johnny.
0: Yeah, so I'll never go into tank mode. I will say there's no reason for me to think that they can beat the Giants other than Eli Manning. I mean, Eli Manning could could screw the game up. I mean, if the front four can get to Eli, the Eagles can win the game because all you have that guy just folds. He just crumbles up, you know, he he folds into like the fetal position when defensive linemen get to him. He doesn't he doesn't escape the pocket obviously. No. But I mean, hey, I watched Saquon just own the Eagles. Like, Barkley killed us the last time we met. However, we still won the game. Uh, nobody's stopping Odell Beckham. I don't think we could stop Evan Ingram. I don't think we could stop Sterling Shepherd, for that matter. Our secondary, like, they were rattling off names of guys I'd never even heard of before. I know. I, I, honestly, I never didn't know that they were a part of the Eagles or part of the NFL in general. I couldn't name them for you now. They were so inconsequential. So, and I, th- yeah, you know,
1: the other part is you know where Wentz doesn't look great. We need we need to shore up that offensive line. You know, Drew Brees the bit doesn't get touched. Wentz is like fighting for his life. You know, from play one.
0: Well, we had a fantastic offensive line last year. Um, we we have some mission out. Certainly, there's some injuries there too. They're not. They're not and playing.
1: You- yeah, they're not playing up to last year's.
0: On well, Jason level. Peters, Jesus Christ, how many more seasons are we expecting out of this guy? Oh, like, I he's done his job. He's done his job. It's time to hang him up, probably, yeah. or or just like you know, his t- his play time is limited at this point. It can only be effective for so long. And
1: I'm I'm still the mindset. We knew there was going to be a Super Bowl hangover. We knew you know it's just going to be a weird year. Carson was still injured. You have the Super Bowl hero starting the season. You know, there's so many variables. where now you look back and it's like. So obvious how this season was going to play out. Um, but, you know, uh, I forget what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> oh, that's perfect. You yeah. are a great broadcaster. Thanks. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> so we're talking about, you, you mentioned the the Rams and Chiefs game the other night. And it makes me think of The Ringer, uh, you know, that podcast. And you, you forwarded the episode to me, but Mike Lombardi was on it, and he's a guy that I did hate – I hated him last year. He was talking so much shit about Doug Peterson and the Eagles. I was – he pissed me off last year. But the more I listened to him, the more I'm interested in his takes. And I agreed, uh, especially this week's episode, a lot of what he was talking about with McCarthy and kind of reiterating some of the things that you and I have talked about. But the one take that kind of shocked me with these guys on the ringer was how the – basically game flow – and uh, the all the reasons that you would you know speed up the clock in the past when you think about a team trying to run the clock out that those don't matter anymore. It's more important, or it's just hey, just keep 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 the foot on the gas pedal, um, throw the ball. Don't worry about you know um, any stoppage of clock or anything like that within completions. Uh, it doesn't matter. You just you're just trying to get to the end zone, right? And I think <clears> that's <throat> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they act. I, I don't. They I made don't it. Su- they made it
1: sound like we're ridiculous for even thinking the opposite. This has been the trend. I mean, it's not the trend. It's just not good football.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, honestly, it, when I was watching a game and you and I were texting back and forth during that Chiefs Rams game, um, I don't know. I feel like if if uh, what's his name McVeigh had just listened to us, there wouldn't have been no. Uh, there would have been no need to uh, have an interception of Mahomes at the end of the game yeah. because KC would have never gotten the ball back. If they had just tried to run the ball once or twice, I'd be, I'm sorry, don't you have the best running back in the league? <laughs> if there was a few minutes left, just try to run the ball, they slow do. down. You'll get to the end zone. We saw it happen all night. You'll get there. Just why don't you draw it out a little bit. But no. Uh, and, and why would you have any faith in your defense? Well, now, I mean, turns out he was right.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was joking with you, and I said, why don't they? They should call the uh, the pass play where the guy's open, wide open, seventy yards down the field, which seems to happen every every <laughs> which other is series. Just a
0: great line. That was but, great.
1: But it's, you know, the Rams fucked up the end of the game. Then the Chiefs fucked up the end of the game. Then the Rams decided to fuck it up one more time, and then the Chiefs, you know, then the game ended. Like they all, they couldn't wait to give the ball back to the other team. They couldn't wait. I know, well, I know. I
0: expect clock mismanagement out of Reed. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 20 years in now. I I expect it from him. McVay's young, and should be like fresh out of football school, right? <laughs> Where he understands that yes, I should be uh, running the ball at the end of the game when I'm just trying to milk the clock and just walk away with a win. They're both nine and one. Like you want to yeah. win that game. I think. T-
1: I think they were just kind of getting caught up in the whole thing. And I, I, it's like, you know, the adrenaline must have been insane, like on both sides. Like, I don't think they could. maybe they just couldn't calm themselves down.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, goth had like two incompletions, I think, in that one set of downs. And I'm thinking, why are you not just like pitch the ball to Gurley? I, I don't I don't don't you want to keep the you know, clock running?
1: I don't. Yeah. I, now, I fall, you know, especially after last year. I fall. I love going for it, you know, fourth and down, fourth downs, and and you know, I, I'd much rather not punt as often, and you know, there's there's a lot of stuff where field position doesn't matter. You know, you're playing the Rams or the Chiefs, they're going to score at will, so go for it on fourth down. I don't care if you're at the 50 or even your own, they're going to score, so just take your chances. Uh, but there needs to be a, a balance. Like so, the Panthers. The Panthers score a touchdown; they can kick an extra point to tie the game, and they go for two.
0: Oh, God, the an- Ron Rivera is such an idiot.
1: The announcers and people are saying now, like, I'm all for, I'm all for going for it, but I'm like, what the fuck? This, everyone's saying this was like a good move. You're on the road. When you're on the road in the NFL, you have to go for it. it. This is not a relief pitcher in the bottom of the tenth. You know, this is not your clothes right. you're, you're saving. Well, why are we going for two on the road? Because of a coin, what? I, I, I was. I, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. I they don't all, know.
0: I mean, the, I will say that this year there have been many instances of um, kickers missing extra points more than I can ever remember. But yeah, no, you you put it on the back of your kicker, let them make the extra point, and then just take the game into overtime if that's how it's going to be, and win the traditional way. And and uh, if you want to throw the ball. Uh, In overtime, left and right, then feel free. But, you know, do the right thing and just get your team into overtime so you can continue, you know, playing the way you know how to play. I thought that was a stupid decision. There's stupid decisions every week. I'm convinced you and I could coach a team. I'm convinced of it with the right assistant coaches and coordinators.
1: Of course. I mean, they all simply need, they do need a clock manager or they need, who's going to tell Andy Reid at this point in his career? Hey, Andy, calm down down there. You know, call through run plays. No one, no one, no one has the guts to do it. You know, he's a revered figure now in the league. And Sean, I'm sure everyone's like, you know, I'm sure he's just in his zone. Uh, I, I think I, <laughs> I, I, I just think that everyone's just like afraid to, you know, there's got to be a what the fuck moment. Like, stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop passing. It's a, it's a two minute drill. This is this should, you should be practicing this all the time.
0: Well, you know, it's funny when you mentioned McVeigh again, I was laughing, thinking about how the other night <laughs> after they won <laughs> yeah. and for a second it looked to me like he said, let's go fuck some sluts <laughs> after. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny just because he's like, you know, he's like early 30s. Like I could see like a young early 30s like jock who's like coach of the team say that after a really awesome victory yeah i thought it was funny i mean even <laughs> though it's, that's clearly not what he said i'm not saying that <laughs> uh, i
1: believed you for a second i like how about when andy reed yelled at uh god wasn't that great
0: <laughs> oh yeah that was like hey get the uh, get the fuck away from me i'm talking to the refs but did uh, he did, baby. did he
1: curse though does andy reed curse i thought he doesn't curse
0: no i don't think he cursed i don't think he cursed did he say? He just corrected him. Yo,
1: Goff, The time's not
0: fucking yours. I don't know. Jared Goff would have probably started crying. <laughs> a little Southern California boy.
1: There was a serious. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter where like, Goff was like, you know, ten for ten, and then after Andy re- yelled it, yelled at him, he was you know three for seven.
0: <laughs> that was that just fantastic. <laughs> um, so you know what? Let's uh, God, I could. T- I feel like I could talk o- on this topic all day, but. We have to make our picks for this week, yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry for uh, for Turkey Day rather. So why don't we get that started? Why, why don't you lead off with your uh, the, with the first game, Detroit L- uh, Chicago.
1: Luckily, I wrote them down because I'm having a bunch of senior moments this morning, Johnny. Oh
0: yeah, Okay, uh, I hear you, man. We're getting old.
1: Okay. Um, typically, I think f- I, it hit me this morning. I was walking the dog, and I'm like, I think i bet Detroit and Dallas Thanksgiving games like my whole life. Whenever I was whenever I first found a bookie, like I think I've been betting this game for thirty years. Which, you know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. And I think for the most part, I've taken I've taken Detroit probably ninety-five percent of the time. Um okay. but not today. Now this is this could be a silly pick. Trubisky is not playing. It's Chase Daniels. Uh, the bears were playing Sunday night and now the quick turnaround on the road Thursday morning. Um, but carry on Johnson, not playing. I do not like Marvin Jones is not playing. I think the defense is good enough, even on short rest to just completely stymie the lions. I'm thinking of benching Galladay. Not really, but I wish I had the balls to bench him today. Um, I just like, I,
0: I wouldn't bench him.
1: No, I'm not. Um, I just like uh I, I still I just like the Bears. I don't know.
0: Okay. I, I, uh I'm with you. I'm with you. I got the Bears uh laying 3 as well. Um I, I think there's there's a couple things for me. And yeah, I agree with you like Chase Daniel, my god, he could be awful. And they did just play on Sunday night, which could sometimes we you know that usually works against uh a team. But uh two things and you mentioned one of them. Detroit's without weapons, you know, so Currion Johnson gone, Marvin Jones gone. Um, their best running back is who? Is it Blunt? Probably is it Theo Riddick? Mm -hmm. You know So Theo Riddick's gonna line up more like a receiver, but what I really like is the Bears defense on turf, you know, indoors, they're just gonna be even faster. Like I could I could definitely see a couple picks today and maybe a pick six out of the Bears. I, I think they can they can lay three here. I don't know that Detroit's going to be able to score all that often.
1: I don't either. I My only, my one concern is that Minnesota had that stupid fourth quarter run, and if, if the Bears' defense is just a little bit tired off of that, we'll know instantly. I mean, this is, again, if you're gambling with us, I'm assuming you don't have bookies, you're using an app. This is a change-up game if you have to. If you see the Bears are fucking tired and sluggish, well, then just switch it up and go Lions.
0: Yeah, that that's the one scary thing um, that that the de- because I mean look, without that defense, <laughs> the Bears lose this game. I I don't expect our offense to be able to do a whole lot, except for if maybe they they incorporate Taylor Gabriel. Like if they focus on Taylor Gabriel and uh, what's his name, Tariq Cohen, mm-hmm. and just get a lot of that speed out of the backfield, and then just mix it up with some throws to Anthony Miller. And I mean look, they got some good receivers on on Chicago. Daniel's like in his two NFL performances. I think he's only had two starts. I mean, look, he put up 480 yards, and I think he threw for one touchdown. He had one pick, so I mean, the guy can he can manage a game. I think they're just they're going to run the ball a lot today. They're just gonna it's going to be a lot on the ground for Chicago and Detroit's defense is nothing special.
1: Yeah, this is certainly an under. The first half is 21 and a half. Uh, That's a great first half under, Um, and then you know. This point is, as much as I love Trubisky, I have him in both my fantasy leagues. I think, I don't know how much of a step-down Chase Daniel is, just like I don't know how much of a step-down Colt McCoy is, and I do love the Redskins getting seven. Um, Oh, wow.
0: You and I are on the same page today, but go ahead. uh, You break it down first. um, Go ahead.
1: It's just, you know, this this is a divisional slugfest. You want to give me a touchdown, I'll take it. Um, you know, Alex Smith Seems like a great guy I'm really, it's a, its a shame about his injury But I mean, it's not like he was Lighting the world on fire Dallas You know, again, we don't know what Jekyll and Hyde is going to happen with Dallas You know, they're probably They're like 0-7 against the spread, by the way In recent Thanksgiving games um, One other quick tangent You know, we're talking about emotion And, and NFL teams you know, the eagle, yeah. the Eagles with no shot today or Sunday. Is this their emotion game <laughs> where they somehow killed the Giants again? Who knows? Uh, I don't I don't think so. But anyway, like, I, I just don't see Dallas kind of maintaining that, you know, the two win streak. They'll win. They, you know, they might win. But this is, and this is another under game. Um, 20 it and a, should be. 20 and a half in be. the first half. This is, a, yeah, this first half is maybe 10 7. Maybe. But I'm thinking 6-3. So,
0: the only reason I'd be afraid of the unders here is Colt McCoy is not Alex Smith, and he's going to chuck the ball. Uh, the problem is that they don't have that many great receivers. Uh, he does use Jordan Reed a lot, though. You know, I always think of—because I still think of Colt McCoy as a younger quarterback. He's certainly younger than Alex Smith. Um, but just young in the league, and you know those young QBs, man, they rely on their tight ends. It's that security blanket. You can mm-hmm. count on it almost every time with a with a yeah. younger quarterback. The, even last year, you look at Trubisky. Um, I forget their tight end who wound up leaving football. I think, but Trubisky was always hit. You know, hitting up his tight end last year. You could count on it all the time. Jordan Reed's a decent tight end. I could see this this one going over. Only because I do think that the Cowboys are going to be able to get on the board with Zeke. Um, The Skins defense is good, but I do think Zeke's going to, you know, he might have his way a little bit today. And I think that, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to hold down the Skins. They're not a completely shut down secondary. Um, And and I think that they'll be able to, you know, put some points on the board as well with Colt McCoy. So, but I do love the Skins getting seven points. Come on. I mean, the Cowboys should not be laying seven. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so and, I'll take and, six my, and my
1: under is not for the game. I don't even care. I don't care about that one. I, it's the first half. That's the only under I want.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. I could see a slower start. I that's, could definitely see that.
1: That's my favorite bet for for the past five, six years is the first half unders. I love
0: them. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. It makes a lot of sense. The team's coming out cold. The defense is really fresh, so they're probably quicker. I it, that, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, where are you at with uh, tonight's game? Falcons uh at the Saints
1: um I I, I kind of feel like the Saints can can beat them by 14 in their sleep I think the I think the Falcons definitely can give them a fight I would maybe take the Falcons in the first oh god actually no scratch that the Saints are given six and a half in the first half it's minus 136 I kind of love that too it's a, a, at the minimum that's seven nothing or 14 to three Um, I think I love the Saints in the first half. The Saints for the game, and I'm not fucking with the over-under. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, Atlanta could give it a game for a little bit, maybe. But I just think the Saints are just rolling.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm taking the opposite side of you. So this is the one game where we differ. I'm going to take the Falcons with the points. I like getting 11.5. I still think Matt Ryan's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, I'm not saying he's top three, but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They still have weapons. I mean, my God, he's got Julio Jones. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley could light it up if they get Tevin Coleman involved, um, out of the backfield. I think that would be a good thing. Uh, I feel pretty confident taking 11 and a half with the Falcons. Yeah. They're not the Eagles. They can actually score points. So, um, that, that, there we go. So there's our head to head for this week. Okay um okay so uh, i know we touched on uh creed last week or i guess yeah what was that on saturday or sunday when we last recorded and then we mentioned you know we were both kind of pissed off that creed nobody was awarded anything from that movie and that would have been the 2016 oscars mm-hmm. so i i thought why don't we just run down the list of because we were kind of both pissed that let's do it Simone i didn't yeah yeah I you're, love you're gonna throw up everywhere i am um this one really is actually. I remember being pissed off about this, and it had nothing to do with Stallone because I hadn't seen Creed at that point. But if you look at the best supporting actor category, because that's where Stallone was nominated, mm-hmm. you had so you, you certainly had Stallone as Rocky Balboa in Creed. You had Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight, which was amazing fucking movie. Um, you had Tom Hardy in The Revenant, another amazing movie. Christian Bale in The Big Short. That was great. Yep. And then Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies. And he won. Mark Rylance was the winner in that lineup. It's, it's, okay. Yeah. He's e- easily. Now, I'm not going to say he's the least actor of all of them, because I'm not going to put Stallone above anyone's acting chops. But I will say in Creed, Stallone was really, really good.
1: mm
0: mm-hmm. um, But I would say that. Tom Hardy probably should have beaten Mark Rylance. Did you see The Revenant? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, well, I loved it. We.
1: I haven't seen Bridge of Spies. Normally, I try to watch every Oscar movie. I did not see that one. Uh, but I would give it to, you know, setting Stallone aside, I'll get to Stallone first. Then I think um, I might go Christian Bale, then Hardy, then Ruffalo. Although Ruffalo, yeah, I, I might put Ruffalo, I don't know. Ruffalo, Ruffalo was, was really good at yeah. Spotlight. He had that one, the Ringer makes fun of him, for that one overacting scene where he's like, they knew, they knew, and he's like screaming. But otherwise, I thought he was good, like his little mannerisms. And I, I watch Spotlight all the time. It's my going to sleep movie on Netflix. I'll just put it on and go to sleep. <laughs> like I, It's a good one. I've watched it, I don't know, I've I watched Spotlight already like 20 times somehow. Um.
0: Yeah, that's a movie i've always seen once yeah. i never have the occasion i don't know
1: i just always put it on i don't know why but um yeah you know the revenant uh, i love i saw the revenant in the movies i went by myself uh it was a great in the movies movie i mean it was just beautiful to look at and you know uh, i think he won director and he should have um or he did okay oh the kugler was kugler nominated
0: uh no That's... no that year it was uh Tom McCarthy for Spotlight uh Lenny Abramson for the Room George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road which is ridiculous mm-hmm. and Adam McK- Adam McKay from The Big Short
1: okay um
0: and then I... Alejandro Inarritu for The Revenant obviously yeah he won.
1: yeah that was amazing to watch on the big screen I, I overall though, that movie I love the look of it and you know good performances I just. I don't know. I didn't I didn't care um, I, when I'm thinking of no like, really? I mean, like I'm thinking about DiCaprio like he should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. He should have won for Aviator, uh, even Shutter Island, like any of the Scorsese pictures for sure. Like for this one, I'm like, all right. Yeah, you're in the woods. Great. <laughs>
0: you know, it's just, It was great. It was very good. Wait I just, a minute. Wait, 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 I, wait. It was it was man. It was, you know, so it was number one. It was a, a revenge story of, of sorts. It was also this man trying to survive across the the, the, the frontier, right, and, and the wilderness in, you know, sub-zero temperatures. I know the plot, Johnny. Like you, you, couldn't get, you couldn't get into it?
1: I got into it. I just – I'm just looking at an overall – like, that's your Oscar? That's your first Oscar? I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It doesn't – it doesn't uh, – it does, just doesn't add up for me for the other stuff. Gangs in New York? I guess be- –
0: yeah, Gangs of New York's a little campy. What? A Little campy. It's a little campy. I'm talking performance. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was very Hollywood. I thought Gangs of New York was very Hollywood. I found The Revenant to be The Revenant was just more like a sprawling, you know, it was dramatic, an, an tale. epic. It was an epic for sure.
1: I would give I would give DiCaprio an Oscar for Catch Me
0: If You Can. Um. I don't yeah, I don't know. He was great in that. I love Catch Me If You Can. Uh that's a tough one. Uh certainly Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Amazing. Um the, the fact that Creed was not in the running for best picture and Mad Max Fury Road what no. Oh my and God. Mad Max yeah, Mad Max Fury Road was. Hold a not. The only not
1: the only Creed nomination was Stallone?
0: The, I'm pretty sure unless there was some of the Mike, other Michael B. Jordan wasn't nominated, was he? He no he, he was
1: not he should have been creed wasn't nominated for best picture that's nuts
0: yeah creed didn't really show up anywhere else um Jesus. i don't think in any categories you know none none that are listed on wikipedia anyway so now,
1: if you now if you have if you throw one bone to creed is it stallone or is it kugler or is it picture
0: um i would give it to kugler
1: yeah uh, you know,
0: I, I would say but, that to me, just the way that they constructed the whole story and, and kind of, you know, how he really incorporated a lot of Philly into it, just like you did with the old Rocky, you know, with the original Rocky. I I kind of love what they did with bringing it back to the basics, um, getting back into the neighborhood. But it's kind of like bringing an outsider in. Uh, I thought there was I thought they did a really good job with it. Yeah. I would have given it to Kugler at least to put him in the running. But, yeah. you know, you couldn't have him. He couldn't beat Inaratu from the Revenant. Like I, I think no, that guy well, won yeah. rightly
1: so. It's true, but then yeah.
0: But he should have been in the running.
1: He should have been. Yeah, it's funny that it's funny when um, you mention the other Stallone category. I'm like, oh, maybe Stallone didn't deserve. It. <laughs> I mean, he's kinda, <laughs> he, he did, but well, yeah. Like when you see Mark Rylance, you're like, oh, come on.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough to say that he you know what, did better than Tom Hardy or Christian Bale or Mark Ruffalo.
1: You know what that? You know what that? Rylance Linning that all that is is that's the Oscar people saying "fuck you." We're the Oscar people. This is you know go fuck yourselves. This is our pick.
0: Yeah, that's that's what it is. And I I don't know. I don't like now. I have to watch Bridge of Spies. I'm gonna go back <laughs> and watch that because because I want it because I've seen all the other movies. Um, I liked all the other performances. Yeah. I want to see how good this guy actually was.
1: Yeah, he better blow our minds.
0: Um, it probably will. It's supposed to be a really good movie. Bridges Spies.
1: I guess. Yeah. Now
0: we're mo- now we're movie critics. You of course know, we're we football are. Football analysts. We're we're movie critics. We do it all,
1: Johnny. I'm um, a, I'm a social influencer. I don't know if you've heard. I,
0: <laughs> no. I, I I don't find you to be very influential. Oh. um, in the social scene. I, I've, I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> Thank you, John. You're very influential. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm gonna give you time if you have anything else you want to spout off this week because we're gonna we're about to call it quits. A- any last takes on anything <laughs> at all?
1: I do have a question. The time's yours. I have a question for you. So I had a long ass drive last week, and yeah. even after a while, it was, it was like it was like a five and a half hour drive. And after about three hours of podcast, I'm like, "All right, I got to put music on," and so I put my put my phone on shuffle, and one of the songs that came up was uh, Nancy Sinatra, "Boss Man." If you were, if you remember, I don't
0: know that one.
1: Oh, yes, you do, because it was in season six of The Sopranos when Phil uh, had his his party for being the boss of New York. Nancy was there. Oh,
0: yes, I do. Okay, I You're do. You're my big Yes. And I didn't. It was so weird. It really weird was. Moment.
1: And then she had like a little acting scene where Tony was had to talk to Phil, and then she's like, what are you guys, going to get a room? Like it was so dumb.
0: It was. It was like cornball. Yeah. They could have just had her just keep her mouth shut.
1: Right. I. Now, I didn't. I didn't. I, I should have looked it up. I wonder, did she. Did she make this song specifically for the Sopranos? Did she make it on one of her records? I know she makes records. Is there like a huge contingent of Nancy Sinatra fans like still running around to this day? Um, everyone has a weird. I mean, let's face it. We have our groupies. I mean, even Garden State of Mine has has, has a few.
0: Mike C. Sebastian. Mike C. Sebastian. I, yeah.
1: I I just wonder like I should have I should have looked it up if she made it for the show or if it was one of her records. Who's into her? Um, the re, I, I, I don't know. Do you think she has like a huge fan base, waiting for her record? No,
0: no, no. I mean, I, I would say like maybe twenty years ago, you still had some of that crew, uh, hanging around, um. But no, th- I mean that's definitely a small fan base at this point.
1: Johnny, Gotta be. I, I went to, uh, when I first, well, then I first started dating, so like 96 97 something around there, went to see Air Supply at caesar's palace in atlantic city um okay i uh i'm not ashamed of it man i love air supply they're you know you if you're ready for that type of that song those ballads they're great um and you know what's your favorite i'm probably making love out of nothing at all
0: Uh, that's a pretty one
1: like you know that's Uh, what i've done in my life i
0: I like close your eyes on a ride disguise in in my sweet dreams what is that another favorite i I think
1: it's just sweet dreams another another good Uh, one yeah that's so so we're there. uh, It's it's us, and then it's Melinda's brother and his girlfriend, and we're like waiting. I don't know if we bought tickets ahead of time. I forget how things worked back then. So we're like in line or something there, and there were these two dudes. So I'm like, what am I, 24 at this point? There was like some dudes there that were like maybe just barely 21 or 20, looked very younger than us, and we were young. They had like satin air-supplied jackets like shirts like they were dressed to the nines in air supply like regalia and we for a long time they were talking to us for like 10 15 minutes they were like oh they do this i don't know the guy's name's like yeah they've been singing this and we'll say this and we'll do this and on and on we thought we were on candid camera like we couldn't believe how into air air supply <laughs> these guys were. <laughs> like we still we still talk about these freaks that we met that night and i, I I don't know why point is, Johnny, but it was really
0: odd. Well, I don't know. Just like there are people that are into watching videos of people taking a shit, uh, there are also people that are really obsessed with air supply. Oh my gosh! Yeah, taking a yeah, shit videos. <laughs> uh, what you've never heard of this? That people are actually into that kind of stuff? I heard you. But, but I heard you're been... getting fixated on the, on that example. But the point is, there's an audience for everything. <laughs>
1: I heard that you've been uploading uh, pictures of old men dry, blow drying their balls.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, what? <laughs> that's right. From my personal experiences at the gym. Sadly, I've been sick. I was sick for three weeks. So I, I literally just got back to the gym yesterday after like a 24 day layoff. So I haven't gotten to experience that. Did you take a shower? Uh, I told
1: that was your next move. Go in and take a shower.
0: No, no, no shower yesterday. It was just a quick, you know, 30-minute workout. I was actually feeling kind of weak, so I didn't get much done. And it was the night before Thanksgiving, so there was hardly anybody in there when I was at the gym. I guarantee you I will be back with some great old man-at-the-gym stories Perfect. Uh, and, and just more human awkwardness that, that just happens on a daily basis at, at the gym, at, at everyone's local gyms. Yeah, we, de- you know, it, we demand it. I guarantee you, there are no podcasts uh, in the country or internationally that discussed air supply uh, this week the way that we just did. I guarantee you.
1: <laughs> I, I and by the way, that's a first. Well, they should still be talking. and They should still be in the concert. They're still touring, Johnny. We can maybe we could go see them if you'd like.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm all out of love.
1: Another <laughs> classic. Perfect, I
0: know. I, I'd love to see that live. Like, yeah. if, if I can't see that live before I die, I'm going to feel unfulfilled at death.
1: They let us up on stage at the end. Like, that was, one, like, their thing. They would say, all right, who wants to come up on stage? Like, we were up on stage with them at the end. You and Melinda? Yeah, I wish, God, I wish we had, like, cell phones back then, like, the, like the ones we have today. Like, we were up ah, on You could
0: have been fa- face Facebook live in up there on stage yes. with their supply. Yeah,
1: with the tall guy and the short guy. Like, yeah, that could have been a thing. I was, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good show, Johnny. It was fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'm doubting it. Uh, but hey, it was. If, if you had a good experience, I'm just happy for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, well, let's put it this way. I remember more. I remember the concert more than probably the endless gambling losses I suffered after the show.
0: <laughs> There's always a tie back to gambling for you. That's yeah, what I, that's uh, what I enjoy the most. I might have a problem. Uh, listen. Listen, this is, this is it. We're going to call it quits for yeah, this week. happy Thanksgiving. Actually, just, we're going to call it quits for Thanksgiving Day. We will be back this weekend yes. with another show. All right? You won't so have it's, to it's wait long, special. everyone. No, that's right. Sh- Mike C., Sebastian, you guys, you're getting a, a double shot out of John and Jeff. Your
1: shortest Garden State of Mind wait ever this week.
0: All right, so listen, happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. All right. I hope you enjoy your turkey day.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> all right, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. It's a gone state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a gun in the
1: state of mind.